Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and in this video, I'm actually going to be reading a newsletter from the very fine newsletter of Dr. Mark Ashton Smith. This is one of these podcasts where it's going to be really getting into the weeds of uh, intelligence enhancement. If you're one of those people that, you know, just gets really excited by the prospect of increasing your IQ by a standard deviation, maybe more, then this this is the sort of thing that might interest you. So this article was entitled Fluid Intelligence Equals Executive Processes. I'll explain. What are the executive processes? IQ MindWare's gated dual and back training combines working memory training with attention training. This combination is called executive training. Executive processes, when they are applied to complex novel problems, can be understood as our fluid intelligence, also uh, referred to acronymically as GF. Fluid intelligence is a very good index of general intelligence, referred to as G. In this tutorial, I will define what exactly these executive processes are, enabling us to start thinking about when we are making use of them in our day-to-day -day cognitive activities, particularly challenging ones, a difficult decision, a tough problem, something you're trying to figure out and explain. We will see them in action in a cartoon showing someone trying to figure out a programming problem. And this article features some, uh, some graphics that, that you'll want to check out if you're interested in this sort of thing. Okay, so the first graphic says knowledge and skills. So there's MindWare strategies, workplace focus, updating the workflow, attention shifting, workspace erasing, inhibition and self-control, workflow output, set, switching, and encompassing these is knowledge and skills and long-term memory. And that is the eight executive processes will. So workspace focus. This means focusing on a cognitive task, ignoring distractions and information that is not relevant and staying on task to see it through to completion. Such tasks include problem solving, decision making, planning, new learning, comprehending, test taking, and so on. Using your working memory to be understood as a mental workspace for with limited capacity to process information to succeed with your cognitive task. The more working memory capacity you have, the better you can focus, the more effectively you can deploy the functions defined below, which are updating and workflow, replacing or updating information in your mental workspace, thinking things through, updating what is the focus of attention and on your mind as you work through problem space, reasoning, doing calculations, imagining scenarios, and making connections. Next major thing is attention shifting. 
being able to flexibly shift or divide your attention to relevant information as you work on a task, being able to hold your place in the process of thinking something through. Ooh, that's big, isn't it? That can really make a difference to problem solving, in, in my view. Uh, coordinating between subtasks in the overall task and monitoring for relevant information. The next aspect is workplace erasing. Being able to erase no longer relevant information from your mental workspace that was previously the focus of your attention. Dropping branches of the problem space that you have decided against. For example, uh, hypothesis or options that you rule out not backtracking in your train of thought. Freeing up your working memory, that's your mental workspace capacity, by removing the clutter. That's what you want to do. I mean, when you make a decision, you want to move on with things, right? Next aspect is inhibition and self-control. Not being reactive or automatic in your thinking, behaving, or emotions, but having the mental space to think through options. To resist repeating old patterns of thought and to recombine ideas and facts in new creative ways. Boy, that's huge, isn't it? How often do you hear people say that, oh, you know, I just seem to keep repeating the same old mistakes and relationships. I just, I just can't get out of those old patterns. Of thought. That's a major aspect of the executive processes. Okay, overcoming impulses, aversions, addictions, or bad habits. And we're going to quote someone here. Without inhibitory control, we would be at the mercy of impulses, old habits of thought or action, coordinated responses, and or stimuli in the environment that pulls us this way or that. Thus, inhibitory control makes it possible for us to change and for us to choose how we react and how we behave rather than being unthinking creatures of habit. You don't want to be that, an unthinking creature of habit. That is, that's no good. I think we have enough of those on this, on this planet already, don't we? It doesn't make it easy. Indeed, we usually are creatures of habit and our behavior is under the control of environmental stimuli far more than we usually realize. But having the ability to exercise inhibitory control creates the possibility of change and choice. That was from someone named A. Diamond, written in 2013. Next is workflow output. Being able to reach conclusions or decisions or abstract new concepts or rules from the information and workflow in your mental workspace. This kind of selection ability can function to open gateways to new regions of a problem space you may be trying to navigate through, for example, by drawing a conclusion that completes a subtask in the overall task. Set switching. Being able to multitask, switching cleanly from one task to another, or one goal to another and resetting your mental workspace. Changing how we think about something. Thinking outside of the box. If one way of solving a problem isn't working, then we can come up with a new way of attacking this or conceiving that this hasn't been uh, considered before. 
Next, moving on to mindware strategies. Using rules, strategies, and principles to guide the information processing, thinking or learning, decision making, etc., you do in your mental workspace. For example, you may apply a logical or mathematical rules you already know or have been told to figure out a maths problem or apply your own rule of thumb, such as wait at least an hour before making an important purchasing decision. Hey, that's a, that's a good rule of thumb. I should, I should apply that one more often. Okay, so the wheels color coding. And again, you'll have to check out the article to see the wheel. The blue color, uh, the blue colored executive processes in the wheel are more top down attention control and workspace maintenance related, while the red-colored executive processes are more workspace transformation, working things through, and fluid intelligence related. All these executive functions are trained with IQ Mindware's gated dual and back apps. The wheel's long-term memory ring. Working memory is a short-term memory system. Its contents only last for a short period of time, just seconds or minutes. You guys remember the movie Memento, where the guy only has working memory. He can't remember anything in the long term. The wheel diagram above also shows our long-term memory in a surrounding ring our hardwired memories, knowledge, and skills that we draw from uh, when we use our working memory and executive processes to achieve some cognitive task. Your perceptions, thinking, and decision-making are all informed by what you know already, sometimes called your crystallized intelligence. Next is the random guy on task, then off task. And there's a funny cartoon that goes along with this. Here is something that may give you a better sense of the executive processes in action. A guy working through a programming task where you can see the contents of his mental workspace, working memory unfolding as he works through a problem space until... Okay, so you can see he's, he's working through it. And then I think he gets distracted. Practical exercise for, yeah, yeah, he gets distracted. His boss says he's, he's working through it. He's figuring out the problem on his computer. And then his boss says, hey, do you have one second? And then he turns away. And then the boss says, oh, never mind. I figured it out on his own. And then he goes back to the computer. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go on Facebook now. Do a little bit, of, little bit of web browsing. I've been working so hard. I deserve some web browsing. Practical exercise for your IQ. Now you have the key. Try to use your meta-awareness skill where you observe your own thought processes to identify when you are using these eight executive processes. For example, when you are trying to make a decision or solve a problem or think something true through, the more you are able to do this and distinguish in your own mind the different functions, the more you can start to work on your weaknesses and the more rapidly your IQ mindware training will transfer to your day-to-day -day cognition. See, this is why I really like uh, IQ mindware is 
it's you know a software and it's not the most fun software actually it's kind of boring it's pretty repetitive uh, but it is challenging it is something that really stresses your mental muscles and then Mark Ashton Smith uh, sends out this email newsletter I think almost every week where he gives other complementary strategies to increase the effectiveness and the uh, the long-term gains in intelligence that you can get out of using this uh, out of using the dual 